It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Reyes Von Deyes, all hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm up against it tonight, Richard. This is oh this God. is the first time. This is the first time since six o'clock this morning since I've sat down. It's been really? a day. And Just right before I got on the air, I'm wearing I'm wearing a nice pair of pajama pants now. But Good. I um, set up my new Peloton bike which came today. Congratulations. It was great. And then as I was showing my wife, like how to get in and out with like the cleats, cause I've done it before. She hasn't done it before. So I'm showing her how to get in and out. Um, my trousers got caught on the seat and I ripped my favorite pair of trousers. <laughs> right up the ass crack, right in the old South mouth. Really? Yeah. So you, wow, that stinks. And you it's were, you weren't even, you weren't obviously doing a ride. You were just showing. No, how I was just like showing out. you like, all right, so you want to unclip one foot and then step off right swing your leg over and then take the other one out which is the safest way to do it sure rip my trousers fucking a yeah not good not a good way to end the day a very busy day not a good way to end it get it up though you're gonna you're gonna give it a ride soon oh yeah on? i'm ripping it right after this i don't give a don't give a heck i don't give a oh, heck wow yeah i'm getting right on this thing man like I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be down to fighting weight i like that yeah uh, you got a goal in mind is this I like do a, have a goal in mind oh, that's good you need yeah, to have the goal. lose 40 pounds in my 40th year that's the that's the you're gonna lose 40 pounds. You have 40 pounds to lose. I'm not I am way denser than many people think I am. I bet if I went to any carnival and asked people like how much do you do I weigh, they would not get it correct. Huh. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, are, are I am you sharing how much you weigh because I can take a guess. Guess you are 213 pounds. Really? I'm yeah. so flattered. How much do you really weigh? 236 pounds. No, you don't. I, I absolutely do. I do. Really? You're I do. All, I'm not trying to you know, blow smoke. No, no, no. Like, I, 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 yeah, I, I'm honestly, yeah. like, I'm not obese. No. I'm just what? fucking thick. Thick. Thicker than just a tree dense. Yeah. yeah. Stump. <laughs> One of my unfortunate nicknames. A little stumpy. Mm -hmm. Well, oh, so, she, so you're trying to get to under, under two. Under 200 pounds. Yep. Got it. Mm -hmm. You got that. You I got on that. that. That's no problem. That's yeah. no problem. Ain't no problem. It's, uh, no problem. I have no problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get. Let's keep moving here. Let's go. Let's do it. This week in the Well, mind my own business today on Twitter, and all of a sudden, what pops on but a Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings trailer? Yes, on Simu Liu's birthday. Yeah. Oh, by the way, so the star of the film's birthday. So that is a happy birthday to him. And also got a, like a movie poster that came out with it. This is kind of come out this September, part of phase four of the MCU. I don't know a ton about it, but I know that it looks pretty sweet. It looks they have some like real cool old school kung fu tropes in it. Mm -hmm. Like he kicks a bunch of ass and then like does the thing where he like straightens his jacket. Yeah, like I like love it. shit like that. Like that's like old school kung fu movie. Yeah. And I saw people saying on Twitter too, if you're Iron Team Iron Fist, are you yeah. bullshit that this movie exists? Yeah. Well, it's kind of just more 
they just rain shit on the Marvel Netflix. It's like that never mattered. The good stuff and the bad stuff. It's just like right. we don't care. They don't care about it. They just kind of shove it, push it aside. Because, oh, by the way, and I was going to save this for next week, but it's not really that much of a spoiler or anything. But so the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they're going nuts about like all the super soldier serum and all that shit. Mm -hmm. And he, it wasn't serum. But you remember in Jessica Jones, the character that was like, uh, uh, I don't think they called him Nuke. That was his name in the comics. They called mm -hmm. him like Will or something like that. Yeah. And remember, he was like sort of uh, what's her name's uh, like on again, kind of off again, like boyfriend. Type. Yes. Like, remember the big dude? And he would take the pills. And so those yes. pills were from the same group. And he was a soldier. And he would take like these. It was like a version of the super serum. And so everybody's all hot and bothered with the super serum now and this. But I'm like, they were kind of doing that in Jessica Jones. Yeah. Same place. Same place was in charge. Yeah, like people are trying to, and the other thing, the other thing, like Thunderbolt Ross is obviously in charge of like the super and Hulk, like he's in charge of that whole thing too. By the way, my least favorite name in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is Thunderbolt Ross. Thunderbolt Ross. Thunder. Thunder oh, doesn't create bolts. Nah, lightning does. Yeah, true. But maybe it's sort of like one of those ironic nicknames. Well, if you call them like Thunderclap Ross, like that would be that's better. Oh, Thunder Thighs Ross. Thunderclap. That's me. Thunder there he thighs. is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Paul brings up a good point in the chat. We should probably dive into this more in our Jessica Jones season three recap. Oh, Let's shit. We haven't done that yet? No, I think that's next week. So that should be good. But anyway, Shang-Chi does look good. I think when they announced all of the phase four Marvel movies, there was definitely sort of like, eh, I don't really know. Like the Eternals, I don't really know. But I'm, but I'm in on it. And same with Shang-Chi. I think it's going to show you because they have the ability to make like different types of movies as we've seen like winter soldiers right. a different type of movie than ant-man which is a different type of movie than guardians which is different, you know? so i am uh i'm curious not just how this is but how much they're going to tie it into the universe or is it going to be sort of like a true standalone if you will i hope it's a little bit of i mean i hope it's a little bit of both i hope there's some winks and nods but obviously i hope it's its own thing um where you love the sweet sweet dino action I do very much. I love the sweet, sweet kung fu action. Yeah, as you know, so I love a good kung fu movie. So, yeah, um, this looks like like that, like Marvel's version of a straight up kung fu movie, which I can't wait for. And so, I believe we have Black Widow in July, and then this is the next one, right? Mm -hmm. And we have uh, Spider Man at the end of the year, and there's and the Eternals. No, it goes the Eternals, then Spider Man. Yeah, and then I was just reading that Samuel L. Jackson and the girl. <clears throat> from uh she just yeah. won an Oscar. She just won an Oscar. Um they, she's, it, it, they're doing a secret invasion series. Oh Olivia Coleman and Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman. Yeah. yeah. From Oscar uh, winner Olivia Coleman. Yeah, and she was also in Broadchurch, which is I yes for everybody to go watch Broadchurch. It is fantastic. So yeah, they're just bringing in more and more big time people. So yes, uh Shang-Chi September 3rd. So I don't know. That, that might be the first movie I see in the theater. I don't know. Yeah, it might be. Shit. You know? Because like the Black Widow is going to be both, but I'm, I'm just going to watch it at home. I'm going to watch that at home. That's I'm a home I've, I've, that movie's let me down too much. I'm not going to yeah. spend 60 bucks yeah. to see it when I can spend 20. 30. Whatever. Yeah, fine. Uh, mm -hmm. Falcon and the Winter Soldier just had its penultimate episode this past week. The series finale comes out this Friday. That will actually be our episode. So we have to bump Jessica Jones season three another week. But next week will be Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Ryan, for me personally, this last episode was the best so far. I'm kind of 
kind of they almost want a vision to me in a way where I'm like, I thought it was good. Don't get me wrong. People yeah. thought from our midseason report that we were more down on it than I was. I just didn't love it. Like, sorry, I didn't I didn't love it. That to me was probably my favorite episode so far. I wasn't gaga. I'm not gaga about this show, but it is yeah. solid. But I love that Marvel is now leaning into things that are relevant. They're yeah. actually taking a chance and saying, like, no, this is kind of fucked up. You know what yeah. I mean? Right, and um, not taking the easy way out and being like, no. "Hey, we're just gonna ignore stuff like big deal issues. We're just gonna do we people like explosions, people like the characters. We're you know what I mean, and, and yeah. but they aren't doing that. So that's true. No. I like that, and I thought even after the very first episode, it was kind of kind of like Watchmen. Watchmen is a better show to me. Oh yeah, Watchmen a much better show. But you know what I'm saying, like sort of taking certain things head on. Uh, Invincible, which is still my more favorite show mm -hmm. of the two uh they had another good episode this week in my opinion they have a couple more and then so we'll actually so that'll be the episode after falcon winter soldier so we have to put jessica jones season three at least two more weeks and did you catch it too there was um a wonderful cameo by justin roiland and Ed ezra miller this yeah. week yeah i yeah. knew it right away as soon as the character opened his mouth i'm like that's fucking justin roiland i actually said it to my wife she's like who the hell is justin roiland Royland, I knew right away. Ezra Miller yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's. And then I looked it up. I'm like, yeah, it is Ezra Miller. Yeah. That when we do the episode on that, we're just gonna have to rip through the the voice cast because it is Which insane, is astounding how many people they got. Because even for like not major roles, it's like super famous right. person. Uh, and the other one in this episode was uh, Jonathan Goff, who played who's the king in Hamilton, but he was also in Mindhunter and he was in Frozen. So he's yeah. a character in this episode too. Like. Just a one-off. And then it's like half the cast of The Walking Dead. Yeah, it's nuts. Kirkman's series. So uh, J.K. Simmons, obviously, is huge. So anyway, we'll go through that. But I'm looking forward to that very much. Ryan, we got a trailer for F9. That's what those of us in the know refer to as Fast and the Furious 9. And you shake your head. But let me tell you this. Fast and the Furious 5, 5 6, 6, 7, and 8 are the types of movies that like the Expendables wishes that they were. They're, yeah. they're super like popcorn, big screen, like action movies. I think Mission Impossible kind of goes down that road. And the Mission Impossible is probably our better movies, but there's more action in the Fast and the Furious. It's so over the top. Like the stunts are crazy. And because again, the first movie was like, was what it was. It established the universe. A lot of people in high school liked it. The second one was terrible. The third one was like Halloween season of the witch. Like didn't even have the cast. Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift had nothing to do with the characters. And Mike Winchell though. They did eventually tie one of those characters in, I think, later on. And did you see, uh, what's his name? Mike Winchell's in it. He's in the F9 and so is uh, Han. Ah, I like that. Han's back. Yeah. Ah. You see uh, Mike, I, ca I keep calling him Mike Winchell because um, he's Mike Winchell in Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Um, he was in Tokyo Drift. Uh, yeah. Lucas something. I forget his name. But anyway. Ah. You see him clinking a beer with uh, with the family. Wait, the family. Now, here's, now, here's the issue. Why I'm shaking my head. You should be able to respect that. Why I'm shaking my head. The reason is twofold. I wouldn't have such a problem with these movies if the actors didn't take it so seriously. Fuck you, dickhead. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> I feel like it's That's so over the top it's so over the top and so campy that you need yeah. to like lean into that a little bit but i feel like vin diesel takes it way too seriously but like, like i don't Tyrese know gibson is like chill it's a fucking 
Fast and the Furious movie. Now, then, I, like Bad Boys 2 is still to me like a better movie, but like why I liked Bad Boys 2 or like why I even Mission Impossible 2 is one of the movies that's probably oh most people would acknowledge as the worst in the series, but like yes. it's a special place in my heart for it. That's what a lot of the Fast and the Furious movies are like, uh, since five. Yeah, and I agree. I just wish that it wasn't so serious. <laughs> you know, and the other thing too is that was it Justin Lin who does like all these, all the he directs all of these. Yeah, and I think he so. said he's not ruling out a Fast and the Furious Jurassic Park crossover. Dude, what you're in. Fuck? What the fuck are we doing? I would love that. So what? What I think this is also Fast Nine. Yes, is and they said they want to do ten. They want to oh, do. No, 10. I believe this is the first of a final trilogy. So I think there's going to be eleven. Why not? That's not even good math. No, I know. We're gonna end on eleven. Yeah. <laughs> what series? What series of eleven movies was better? It's three chili. There's three trilogies. There's eleven movies. Like what? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know. So I won't see it in the theater, but when it when it comes available, oh, I'll, it's on HBO or whatever. Like I'll pop it. I'll on. watch it. I yeah. will absolutely pop. Now here's the movie I probably won't pop on, and I like I like Ryan Reynolds as much as anybody. The Hitman's wife's bodyguard. The trailer Which is hit. the most cumbersome, idiotic title to a movie I've ever heard. It's a pain in the ass to say. It's an absolute pain in the ass. Why don't you just call it like the wife's body? Like I don't, I don't understand. But like the sequel to the Hitman's Bodyguard, the Hitman's wife's bodyguard. I don't want to. Yeah, it's silly. It's just silly. Uh, Army of the Dead. Another trailer came out for that. This is Zack Snyder's movie that's going to come out May twenty first on Netflix. This could be a standalone episode just because it's free and if it's good, we'll see. We'll have to wait and see. If it's free, I mean, if it's free, it's for me. You know, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I just, again, I need to know. I'm going to watch this movie because I need to know why in the middle of a zombie apocalypse, people need money. Yeah. I need I, to know it. It's kind of the one good thing about an apocalypse. It's like, you whatever, don't need money, money. whatever money you don't have, it doesn't matter. Level playing field, man. Oh, I got to run to the bank. It's like, nah, you don't. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. You got to trade you some shiny rocks. Hmm. Well, so I've been thinking about this a lot because as I've told you, I've been binge watching The yep. Walking Dead. I'm back in on The Walking Dead. What would be your first like couple of moves, like a couple of step process if you realized like there was an all alerts bolt in, you saw somebody like in the in like the field walking like a zombie, and you were like, Oh shit, it's happening. What would be mm -hmm. like the first couple of things you would do? Well, I think the first thing you need to do is find fresh water. So you need water supply. I think that's that's initially what you have to do. And I think long term, you need to be in a place that you can grow your own food because food is going to be gone. Luckily for me, in my current situation, I live about a quarter mile from a cornfield. Oh, right? so so we got con thing. And so there's a farm about a half mile. So just my so there's a community farm. It's like a sub uh, it's called sub edge farm, which is great. And it's like a, um, hmm. like a plot sharing thing. So, so they're, they're growing, there's cows, there's goats, there's chickens. Um, so I would go and like tell them, like, I'm with you, like we're working together here. Yep. Yo, you gotta team up. Uh, you, you gotta, gotta team, team up. up. And then yeah. that's you gotta find your people first and foremost. I know. And then it's like, who can you trust? And I feel like in the early right. going, you can maybe kind of people people have still somewhat of a reality at that point. But the first thing I would do is just buy a ton of condoms because yeah. You don't want to be populating anymore after that. You've discussed on this very a lot of times. You do not want babies in this situation. <laughs> right. Um, they're I just another mouth to feed. And 
Oh, it, it just like it doesn't make a lot of sense. And like there are some in The Walking Dead, and you're just like, man, that whole process is just insane. But so I have my sword, and I feel good about my sword because a lot of idiots are gonna like blow through their ammo early on. I get the bow. You have your bow. So th those are two solid weapons. Here's my one mm -hmm. concern: is it also depends on what month we're in, because we're in New England. Sure. And I don't think we could make it through a winter here. No, so but if, you did, if it happened summer. now, you get the summer, you get the spring and the summer and the fall to harvest. You get time to prepare. We have time to prepare. Yeah, mm -hmm. we have time to prepare. But I also like the idea of want, like being by the coast because I think that they're not going to come out of the water. So like you just always have like one side protected. Yeah, I like that. So I'm, I'm a big fan of doing that if possible. So anyway, yeah, they, they need to explain in Army of the Dead what, what they're looking for money for because it, it absolutely makes no sense. Like why they're doing a heist. So anyway, uh, we <laughs> I need that explained. I need that explained right away. We have great TV news, Ryan. This mm -hmm. is kind of laying in the weeds. I saw a tweet a couple of weeks ago that filming was completed, and that would be for the TV show Dave, which is one of our personal favorites here on the podcast. You can check the archives. We did an episode on season one, and season two is going to begin on June 16th. That's fucking less than two months away. That's great. And they, they filmed oh. through the pandemic and I follow, um, Allie Taylor Misiak on Instagram and what, a, what a cutie. I what had it. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I would agree with she that. She loves milking tables. Yeah, she does. She's a trooper. <laughs> She's an absolute trooper. <laughs> uh, right. You know what show I am in on? And I would tell you to maybe also get in on, uh, mayor of East town, mayor of East town. This is the new, Kate Winslet HBO show that has some people are saying kind of the feels a little bit of true detective broad church type of deal. And so she is in the Philly Delco area and she's a detective and she's like, you know, she's like, a, she's tough. She's uh she's had a divorce. She has kids. Like her husband pops up, actually played by Roy from The Office. Uh, no way. They're not together anymore. But anyway, uh, her mom is played by Jean Reno, who's like I feel like had a really not Jean Reno, Jean Smart. Jean Smart. Jean, yeah, Jean Reno is the guy, uh, the professional. Yeah. Uh, Jean Smart, who's had like a nice resurgence as of late in a couple of things. But apparently, I read I read a story that said the Philly, like Delco, like Delaware, whatever county. I don't know what what, what the fuck is Delco. But anyway, no idea. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. That's what they call it. That accent is really, really hard. And they were just like, forget it. Like, we won't do oh, it. What is what is someone does that accent? And that, what do they? I think it's like Fred Armisen. And he does the accent, but he says a phrase. And I know it. It's like, oh, fuck. It's nuts. So I it, know the accent. It's that Maryland. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like Jersey, Philly kind of like area. And so oh, Delaware. And I hate it. Delaware County is in Pennsylvania. So that's why they call it Delco. And yeah. they said, I guess originally they were like, let's just fucking punt on it. Like, we don't even need to do it. But Kate Winslet's like, no, we're, we're doing the accents. I thought she sounded good. I guess it's gotten mixed reviews after the first episode. It's such a tough accent. Speaking of accents, we'll get into the topic du jour coming up on accent. <laughs> Speaking of accents. But anyway, it's, it's like a limited series. I don't know how many episodes it is, but I was all in on the first one. I think this could good. be... A Standalone. Let me see if it says how many episodes this is. It's a uh, mini series. It is a mini series. Looks like seven. Seven. 
Seven's seven. the number. Seven's the number. Last episode was May 30th. Seven's the no. So maybe we seven could do this. chips twirling on a branch, eating a lot of sunflowers on my uncle's ranch. Seven, not six. <laughs> I think this could be yeah. our episode, May 31st. I can even pencil that in if you want to watch this. I kind of do. But that, that was a weird something about Mary reference I just had that just popped into my head. I don't, seven, I seven minute abs. I always go there. Well, what I don't know. What about six? Why can't they just do? Why can't they do no. six minutes? He's like he like short skirted. <laughs> no, seven. Seven's the number. <laughs> I'm distracted. I got to see what Fred Armisen says oh, for the for the for the accent. I'm watching it right now. Keep going. Keep going though. All right. Do you have it? Because I can play it. It's on coming. Four. All right. If you have it's it, coming right. Here. Dead. We get dead air. Uh, <laughs> no. Are you playing? You're listening to it. I'm listening I, to it right I, now. Yeah. Pull it up. Over there. Let's see. You know what I do have, though? I'm fascinated with the anus. Always have been, always will be. The man who's tired of the anus is tired of life. Hmm. Now, Ryan, I don't want to steal any of your video game news, but The yeah. Last of Us had already cast Joel and Ellie, both out of uh, Game of Thrones. Pedro Pascal is going to be Joel, and uh, Bella Ramsey is going to be Ellie. Mm-hmm. And then they most recently have cast Gabriel Luna as Tommy. Yes. And so you might know him from, I be- believe it's uh, it's one of the Marvel TV shows that was on network TV. So he played uh, Ghost Rider in that show. Oh, um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He was not uh, Johnny Blaze, but the other Ghost Rider. Uh-huh. And um, he was in the most recent Terminator movie. He was the Terminator. Sarah Connor, Sarah Connor was back. Get out of there! There's a bomb in there. How's that? Is that pretty good? Yeah, I liked it. Okay. How's is how does that compare to your Bane? By the way, uh, not as good, obviously. Okay. All right. Where did you find the? uh... No, I can't. No, that was a big market tease. No, if someone find the Fred Armisen quote where he's doing all the accents in the country, and he he says there's a phrase he uses. There's like a six minute clip of him doing jokes. I can't play the whole. Yeah, but he does like every state and the one he does for like Maryland or like Baltimore. um, He says like a phrase. He's like, there's a phrase in my head that I say all the time to do that accent. And I can't fucking remember what it is. But if you wrote it in the chat, I could I could hear it. But Uh, I did get a solid Arnold in the chat. So that's good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all right that's coming back roses so that's uh, coming yeah <laughs> that's good that's an absolute hit all right ryan what do you say we get to the uh the everybody's favorite part of the show now let's do it should i have bought this this is where you email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com with a photo of something that you bought by the way it has to be over 25 dollars you also give, give us a brief description of why I bought it, but most importantly, the picture and the price. And then Davey and I will answer the question, should I have bought this? And if it's a yes, of course, you will hear this. This is how we do it. But if it is a no, get the fuck out of here. And obviously, there's only two of us, so if it's unanimous, it's no, it's a no-brainer. If it's split, we will turn to the chat. So be paying attention in the YouTube chat, by the way. You can stream these episodes every Monday night. Go to YouTube.com slash Dork Podcast. Uh, you can also go back, and uh, I saw somebody last week went back because they wanted to see the sweatshirt 
of the gentleman who got the Nick Cage sweatshirt. Oh, we got a follow-up email from him. We got a follow-up from him, yeah. Fantastic. So we asked him, because he says, if you missed last week's episode, he would just buy different Nicolas Cage stuff and put it in the house and wait till his wife discovered it. So that's hilarious. And so we're like, what what other stuff is is there? He had a uh, mouse pad with Nicolas Cage from Con Air. And he said, actually, the first time his wife saw it, she was having a bad day and then looked over and saw it and it kind of cheered her up. So that's good news. And then he had this thing where it's like Nicolas Cage. Was it a clock? And he's like coming out of a banana. It's like a banana. And he was. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. But he has that. And they said his wife hadn't found it. And then he sent another email later. I was like, update. She did find it. She was like, where the fuck? How long have we had this thing for? <laughs> All right, Ryan. So this Great. one's a little this one's a little bit different. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to this picture here. Oh, yeah, we're branching out. This one comes in from Mike, one of our very longtime listeners. He goes, let me know if this counts. And I have a few different pictures, and I'll, I'll cycle them through here in a second. But we're talking tattoos. Tattoos. The Millennium Falcon, an X-Wing, Death Star 2, and a Star Destroyer. So right here, you just we're looking at an X-Wing. And I'll, I'll, I'll move them around here in a second. $400. For the line art and shading, he okay. says he needs to schedule his next session to color in the ships and fill in the blank areas between with space and like stars and shit like that. All right, so there's that one. Let me see if I can. Uh, let me see. Let's do this one. Uh, ba, 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 ba. So first impression, though, what do you think of that? I like that. It's so if you guys who are listening on the podcast, it's and for those of you who know tattoos. Um, it's that. essentially, so he has what looks like, I mean, that's, that's nice. That's good line work too, but, um, it looks like, um, old style. So like old style tattoos, like think of like not sailor Jerry, but like in that vein, but star Wars. So yeah. like, yeah, it looks kind of, it looks cool. They look clean. I like it. Is he going to, he's going to fill it in with stars and stuff like in between them. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Yep. That's what he's going to do. And so. Let me let me get one more here. I fucking I did this like such an asshole. I don't know how to. Ugh, for God's sakes, what did you one uh, time? I don't know why this, that one. I don't know why this is difficult, but it is. All right, all right. Oh my god. Uh, because he sent me three different pictures. I think they look. I think they look pretty pretty sharp. Pretty good. For being honest, did you see? Oh no, here's the Millennium Falcon. You got to see that one. Look at that one. Yeah, that's sweet. I like it. And it's like right, it's on the bot, like right below the elbow on the back of the forearm. That's a good spot. So that's pretty that's good. Yeah. So four different things. So basically like a hundred dollars a pop. Now he's going to go back and color them in and add some other stuff. But if you look at like the Death Star and some of the other things, like the fact that it is already with the black ink, like that's going to be most of it anyway. Yeah. And I've gotten shittier tattoos for more than that. I was so, I am also not one to besmirch anybody's tattoos. Right. So. <laughs> that is a that is going to be a pretty easy one for us. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. All right, Mike, easy, easy money right there. A little bit different too. A little outside, a little outside the box. So yeah, tattoos in here. All right, this next one comes in from Greg, and it's also a little bit bending the rules just a bit. He says this is more of should my wife have bought this? So okay, it's onto his wife, but you're going to notice here the story does involve him very much. Uh, he goes, he starts out by saying, you guys talk about Dave Chappelle a lot. So I wanted to see if this counts. He goes, my wife, who isn't even a huge fan. And by the way, from Greg, 
My wife isn't even a huge fan, but jumped on tickets for Dave Chappelle at Foxwoods in June. $275 a piece, $550 for the pair. That's math for everybody out there. Yeah. I personally would never pay that much. This is him talking. Mm -hmm. I personally would never pay that much for a show that wasn't like an all-time favorite band, and it would probably have to be at an intimate setting at that price, but I'm definitely excited to see him live. Foxwoods will be a fun night, and we're both obviously dying for a night out. Um, now, this one's going to take some talk. We're going to have to talk about this because, yes. So, and by the way, where I, I am, I do have something here for you just for the, the visual component of it. Yes. Uh, he sent this along as well. This is sort of the uh, setup of Foxwoods, and he has uh, a seat in the purple section here. You see the purple section? I do. So it's like the second. It's not, not the balcony, but it looks like it's dead middle. It seems like there's there's two price. There's two ticket prices more expensive. There's three cheaper. So it's like in the nicer middle, if you will. Here's the thing. Again, you don't need to be front row at a comedy. You show. don't need to be front row at a comedy show. You just need. They have screens everywhere. You just gotta. And but to be in the room with what I would consider. <sighs> Probably the best comic of his generation. <sighs> yes. Um, yep. Not only that, um, I don't know how much, how much, how many shows Chappelle's going to do ever again. You have no clue. He can no take clue. This could be his last. Sh- this could be his last tour. This could be it. But here's the thing: I'm a person. I saw George Carlin live when I was like 12 years old. Um. And I still talk about it and I brag about it. I'm like, oh, you know comedy? Like I saw Carlin. I saw Carlin live. <laughs> I, you know I what saw, I mean? I'm like, I saw Dane Cook. And you're like, well, okay. So did I, as a matter of fact. But um, twice. <laughs> he, yeah. Uh, before he was anybody, he did he's Southern New Hampshire with all my buddies who were there. And we went over and like watched him. He's pretty good. Nice. Um, and so this is one of those things. It's like a generational thing. I think it, it, my gut says yes. However, oh boy, you really don't know anymore what you're going to get from him. Like, I think it's going to be like as much as I love watching his talks on YouTube or talking about George Floyd or talking about Netflix or talking about all of those things. Like, it's fascinating and it's wonderful to listen to, but I don't know if it's 500 bucks good. Uh, 50, I know. And so here's where I come down. I, as you know, am not a big live event person like i i've only been to probably i've I've been to less than 15 concerts probably in my life and like it's not something that i really value and especially at that kind of money and even stand-up comedy i've i've seen i've seen dane cook like i said i saw seinfeld but that was that was a gift mm-hmm. i saw god i forget not many more right i saw gary goldman but he was opening anyway, that's a different story <laughs> your boy uh, Cause I'm always like, all right, so do you want to go spend a few hours and spend like that kind of money or buy like a new computer that you will have for a super long time or that's five that you'll have for years mm-hmm. or like things like that. So I think or like, four tattoos or four tattoos, which again, another reason why it's a yes on Mike is like, you're going to have those forever. Like, right. Quite literally. So this one is tough for me because I, I don't, I never think that that's like a great investment. However, I go back to, who in the world, whether it be a band or a stand-up comic, would even 
and like begin to say like that's good money spent it's Chappelle. i think i think yep. it is Chappelle because that is one that you will talk about forever mm-hmm. that's, that's gonna be a cool story and i bet he'll be funny i bet he'll still be really funny i bet he'll also make you think i bet he'll have some like really timely shit that he's gonna be talking about i think it's gonna get serious but then he's gonna like use that to make it funny again like i would trust that that would be a fucking blow your blow your your balls just nips off. just so, nips to the moon nips off so super pricey but i'm gonna it's a yes for me I'm, and it's he didn't do it his wife bought it for him which makes it yes do it that's even that this is how we do it yeah i needed to talk that one out that was a good one though but i was like i even mentioned that to my wife too i was like what do you think about this and she's like Chappelle. <laughs> she, yeah. she was like she's like yeah she's like that'd be worth going now she's she's one that like loves going to shows like she would go see concerts she would go see stuff and like she thinks could love live music man I, I i don't care who it is i'll watch it not for me man mm-hmm. i saw the uh skid row without uh sebastian bach it was some other guy replacing him it was remember when manchester new hampshire used to have like that weird rock concert in like that weird area yeah and so that was when I was interning for Rock 101. Yeah, it would we be like down to- by the river. They would do like before the Fisher Cats were there. It'd be like this weird yes. open space. It was fucking weird. Yeah. I had to go and uh, we had to be there the entire day. And the job I got was like moving kegs. It was the fucking worst. And you're hearing like all these bands like like that Skid Row like headlined it. Like knock off Skid Row headlined it. But and- Jesus oh, Christ, like- growing up in New Hampshire and going to shows like that, like going to shows in like the like the Lakes region in Guilford, like watching shows there. Like I remember going to like 311 shows and concert. Just the best people watching you can oh. ever imagine is at those shows. Absolutely, it's oh. there. Uh, right, let's get to the next thing. It's time for Davy's video game. Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, sir, what do you got? So we have a theme this week. Oh, by the way, this portion of the show is brought to you by our wonderful friends at Wild Bill Soda. Go to drinkwildbills.com, use the promo code Ron Von D, get yourself 20% off your whatever your purchase is. Ooh. Use that promo code. It keeps me in soda. It keeps Wild Bills in business. Uh, Veteran-owned and operated, so keep it going. They're great. They're awesome to us, so make sure you guys check them out. Um, yeah, so anyway. so Oh, they have um, a new flavor, by the way, you son of a bitch. I got an email. They have a new flavor. I got to try this, or you got to do a taste test on the air one day. Uh, Dr. Bills. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so they have Dr. Bills. It's like a Dr. Pepper yeah, oh, knockoff. I, that. I gotta, right. absolutely got to try it, but... Um, the phrase of the week is which begs the question. Keep that in your head. Okay, so um, the Days Gone creator came out and said, sing, uh, actually, I think it was Singer Park. It was Singer Park. You're right. That's saying that it was the Manchester concert of Singer Park. Yeah. Oh, by um, the way, I haven't played it yet, Davey, but I downloaded it right after you told me to. So Days Gone is in the So he said, he said, so people are up in arms because this game is a, a, apparently not getting a sequel. Um, which is a, is a is a real shame. So you'll play it, you'll understand. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and the creative director said, "Oh, you want me to make a sequel for this game?" And he said, "And I quote, buy the game at fucking full price, then we can make a sequel." Which I'm like, "Oh, but I, don't I know get it, that. but yeah. I get it." No, because this game it came out opposite something else, and it like almost went on sale immediately. Oh. Like the way Sony did them, like like did did Ben Studios like that. Like it went, it was out for like two weeks and then it was on sale for like 40 bucks. 
Yeah, but I mean, but also, don't you have to think that if the game gets super popular, if they find out that it made it like it got broke like the download record for like PS right. plus numbers or something, at that point, don't you have to think, hey, more people are playing it now. Now we can sell the second one and make money. Kind of how it works, dude. Kind of how it works, right? Yeah. But the games, the the studio, it's a catch twenty two. The the studios need money in order to do that. If they're not making, you know what I mean. So it's like a whatever. So, uh, World of Tanks. Have you heard of this game? I've heard of it. I've never played it. It's a it's a game where it's like tanks fight each other and whatever. Now, the offspring, the band, the offspring, is showing up in this game in order to promote their new album, which begs the question: What the fuck? Wow. New out al- a new offspring, a new offspring album, and they're is appearing it, in World yeah. of Tanks. Is it the same group? Like, is it the same members? I mean, yes. Wow, dude, I like them. That one is it self esteem. That's a, that does a heat. I will tell you this. I will tell you this. It is a two way tie for the worst live band I've ever seen in my life. Speaking wow. of live music, and I hate to say the other one because they're such a good band and a meaningful band to me. And I hate to say their name on the air as being a terrible live band, but they were awful. Oh, I'm all ears. The Deftones. Deftones was a horrible live band. Well, I I can kind of see that actually. And I don't know if it was the arena or was the, you could not literally, you could not hear what they were doing. It was just noise. Oh my God. But the offspring, one of the worst live bands I've ever seen. Hands down. Amazon. I saw. Oh, wait, what was the second one? Oh, you said offspring and the offspring and the Deftones. Yeah. Worst one I saw. I'm trying to think of the name. It was some band that opened for Tool. It opened for Tool when they came to Manchester. I want like I, I want to say Tomahawk, but I don't think it's Tomahawk. Tomahawk's like that uh they had the dude from Faith No More in it. It mm-hmm. might have been Tomahawk. Yeah. So they were so bad. Whatever group that was, it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Mike Patton kicks ass. That's that. that I know. So it, it, maybe it wasn't, but I, but for some reason that's sticking with me. But anyway, I, go continue. Amazon has announced that it has canceled its Lord of the Rings MMO game uh, due to a dispute from Chinese company Tencent, which begs the question: Who cares? Well, I I think it could have been a good game, no? And but like Amazon's game studio is. Ah, uh, yeah, right. Yes. It's like, like, okay, who cares? All right. And not Uh, only that, but like an MMO, like a world of Warcraft kind of game that's set in the set in middle earth. Like, yeah, no, thank you. Well, if you could like journey, like in Mordor, like you wouldn't want to do that. Take a hike with bring the ring around. No. Um, So in a turn of events, the old PlayStation servers are not going away. Which begs the question. Who the hell is still playing these games? Now, here's a bit of a hot take from me. I, I own know. a Raspberry Pi. I own I... several of those. Like, I have that Nintendo console. I have a Switch, which you can play like old Nintendo games. Here's a bit of a hot take. 20 minutes. 20 minutes you have with most of these games, and you're completely sick of them. There's a reason that things move on. I also think that the Nintendo N64... Sega Super Nintendo games are way more replayable than a PlayStation 3, an original Xbox, a PS1 game. Maybe there's a couple rare exceptions, but I feel like it's either the classics 
or it's like the modern like up to like the kick-ass graphics like the middle ground is like what am i doing with that? that that's exactly my point like you look at these games you come up with these retro consoles and you're maybe excited for two games the other 28 are trash right like like i played out uh, what the fuck was it like clay fighter or something like that on like the super oh, any that game's horrendous I, oh. I played uh pilot wings i used to love that game that game stinks now yeah right so why are you making such a stink about the PlayStation old PlayStation server, so you can play like maybe like the NCAA football crowd is all about yeah, like those true. old games or whatever. But yeah. I mean, maybe that's one reason because they're not making anything. The like old it. MLB baseballs. Mm. Hey, when that's the, called a segue. When the, oh, okay, good. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Guess who's back tomorrow night? Oh, tomorrow night, Dig Dads. The Dig Dads are back tomorrow night. We're gonna sim up to. We're gonna play as many of their games. I'm gonna play their games regardless of whether or not I stream them. But the Dig Dads are back. So I, I got the game. I pre-ordered it. So I've had it since Friday. Um, it's amazing. And, wow. and one of the things, it's a little thing, Rich. It's a little tiny thing that they've improved upon in the game. You played baseball. You played a little bit of infield. Now, in a situation, usually with MLB The Show, you're locked in. As soon as you start throwing to a base, you're locked in. Now I can go like I'm throwing to second base, change my mind, pump fake, spin, and throw to first. Oh, cool. That is a little thing. But like as playing growing up playing baseball, you know that happens all oh, the time. Where you're like, you think you're gonna turn two, and then like, no, no, one, 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 one. And you have to change your so you like actually it. do that in the game. Does it like fuck up the accuracy a little bit though? Maybe uh you have to do it twice. Okay, so you yeah. You have to kind of like rush it, but like you do like the pump fake and then the spin and then the like throw to the other base. I like it, which is a little thing, but it makes a world of difference. I like it. That's good stuff. Yeah. So, or if you're like, you're going to throw it home and then decide to throw it to the cutoff guy, you can do that. Nice. It's, yeah. it's, it's actually, that's the first thing I noticed and it's wonderful. I like so, it. Yeah, um, and there is a dino themed park creator. So I'm going to make oh. my own park at some point too. Your own Jurassic the, the park. The Dork Shared Gooniverse Park. Oh, that's great. That's great news. Oh, what should we call, what should we, we got to come up with a name for it, Like the Dork Grounds uh, or something like that. Yeah. The Dork Field. Damn it. Um, in other Davy Davy news, I have mm -hmm. two now fully leveled characters in Outriders, both level 30. Mm. I got Would my you? fire guy and I got my uh ice guy. Uh there no, it's not an ice guy. It's a fire guy and like a um heart. I forget whatever the fuck it is. Heart, yeah. Heart, whatever it is. Electricity. We'll call it that. <laughs> um, and my wife and I played two hours of it takes two. We wanted to play it off stream just to see like how it went before yeah. we did it in front of anybody both what of us I... are still alive and we're still talking to each other and that was oh. actually a lot of fun a will ton you stream of fun. It or no we will but we needed okay. to like she wanted to like i just she's like i don't want to like do it and like embarrass myself like i want to know how to play before i do it in front of people which made sense so we played for like two hours it's super fun right. um is a little it got a little tense oh it's shit but right. like I was trying to explain to her like double jumps. Like you don't hit it twice, like right away. You like jump, jump. Like that's how you double, like you have to like pause, jump. <laughs> uh -huh. You know what I mean? Like you have to like jump, jump. Not yeah. like jump, jump. She was getting mad. She was getting super mad about it. And she's like, I'm doing it. You know how it is. But so that's the video game in it brought to our, brought to you by our friends at Wild Bill Soda, which begs the question, why haven't you bought any yet? Why aren't you using the promo code Ron Von D? And what do you have against good tasting soda? You're going to want a good soda. The weather's getting nice. You're outside. You want a fresh soda pop. Get the Wild Bills. Don't, there it is. don't be an idiot. 
Uh, all right, Ryan, I got a question for you. You all ready for Bisque? I am ready for Bisque. And are, are you also ready for the topic du jour? Oh, shit, I was thought there was going to be Bisque. Well, I'm glad you asked. It's the topic of the day. And today, believe it or not, it is the new mutants. This is a one hour and 39 minute film, which has a 35% uh, Rotten Tomato score by the critics, 56% by the audience. And this part is my favorite. This movie was originally scheduled to be released April 13th, 2018. It was then pushed to February 22nd, 2019, only to be pushed to August 2nd, 2019, to then be pushed to April 3rd, 2020. Then COVID struck and it got moved to August 28th, 2020. There was something written in the contract where they had to put it in theaters. They couldn't release it on Disney Plus or Hulu. So it was in theaters last summer. Neither Davey or I saw it. And it most recently, like a week ago, landed finally on HBO Max. That is where you can watch it now if you want to, or if you already have. That is where Davey and I watched it. And uh, we'll now, I've never seen anything like this, by the way. A movie never. Moved like five times. We, we could probably find it somehow with like some good research. The trailer for this came out in like 2017. It's crazy. I and I remember, trailer. yeah. And then I saw a movie four years after I saw the trailer. And I remember because Maisie Williams yes. was like the draw. She was like coming off Game of Thrones. Like she was hot shit. Like, and yeah. her and the kid from Stranger Things were like, Carly Heaton was in Stranger Things and yep. Maisie Williams was killing it. And that's why at one point I was like, just put it out there. And then they were like so stupid because they kept moving the dates. And then they're like, oh, well, Deadpool 2 is coming out or Dark Phoenix is coming out or this or that. It's like, what are you guys doing? Like, just put it out there, especially like, like Black Widow. Yeah, actually, you're a good point. We actually have kind of seen this, haven't we? But Black mm -hmm. Widow definitely. Black Widow got moved like five times during COVID. This got moved yeah. only once because of COVID. Everything yeah. else because of whatever else. But let's kick it off spoiler-free as we always do. Uh, let me start by asking Ryan, did you like it? No. Yeah. No. Side Somehow an hour and, 30, hour and 39 minutes felt longer than the Snyder Cut. And I'm not... Like the first oh. 20 minutes of this Maybe movie felt like an hour. Yeah, this... I... Okay. It, there's not a lot to like and no. i wanted to like this as much as any movie and i obviously want to watch any movie that i'm watching or you want to like it doesn't make sense why would you want to not like something as you're watching it but the idea of a horror themed and we'll get into that if, if it even is <sighs> that but a horror themed comic book movie with superpowers and mutants i'm all in i also have a uh, i am a huge fan of the x-men they have had some great movies. They have had some really bad movies, but I love the X-Men. I love what could have even been the X-Men universe, even though that's been kind of like all over the map. I love the idea of this. I was so excited when we first saw the trailer like forever ago, but no, I didn't like it either. I just didn't. Ah, oh, fuck. I wanted to. I wanted to so bad because again, the story sort of like, is it an asylum? Like, what is it? And it's like all these kids that have these powers. And like, it wasn't scary at all. Not only that, it, it wasn't scary. And they have this huge asylum and there's six people. Yeah. In the entire thing. There's nobody yeah. else. 
that part pissed me off. We'll get to that in spoilers. Not that anybody probably even cares, but I just not that we're gonna talk about it, but that they probably they're like, well, I only I'm only gonna listen to the non-spoiler portion of the new mutants. Yeah, probably not. Um, but you were pretty excited too, right? Like when this first, like at least the idea of it. So uh, the idea that like they were gonna do like a Marvel horror movie, right? And I know that Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness is coming and they pitched yeah. that as kind of like a same Ra- Sam Raimi horror kind of thing. Right. This was we were sold when this first came out that this was going to be a horror movie, like this was going to be and and the way I remember what was the uh, the song they used for the trailer was haunting. Oh, was it Nirvana or what was it? It was something like uh, it was a thing on like Pink Floyd, like we. Uh, oh, maybe it was Pink Floyd, but it was yeah, like, it was like um, uh, I don't even mean another brick in the wall or something like that. But it was it was oh, something good. like that. And it was good, and you had a good cast, right? The problem, I, and but then, really, what I think happened is like this is not the movie that Josh Boone shot. Now, Josh Boone, the director, release the Boone cut. Release the Boone cut. Now, the only directing title he had prior to this was his, his kid's uh, high school graduation. No, it was like the Fault in Our Stars. It was like a like a tween romance movie that was like a Nicholas Sparks novel or some shit. Like, yeah. it's it's uh not the guy I would have picked for this. He can't do horror. He should stay stay away from horror as much oh, as you he can. Was, he was even as quoted as saying like he doesn't really like horror. He's like he likes the like classic horror, and he said like Rosemary's Baby and The Shining. And I was reading a quote about it. But he's not typically like a horror guy. I'm like, well, then why is he doing this? No, and the weirdest thing is like he's our age. Like he should know better. Yeah, he really should. He should be inspired by plenty of other stuff. And yeah. apparently they went to Fox, he and another guy, and they pitched like a trilogy. And they wanted like another X-Men trilogy within the X-Men universe, but like new mutant style. And I think obviously, like with most of them, they're like, all right, let's see how that first one goes. And then the other issue they had too was the whole Fox Disney thing happened along this time too, like them buying the property. And so, but again, the movie was not very good. So I don't know. And there was a lot of issues, like even down to like powers. There's a lot of issues here that we need to unpack when we get to spoilers, Mm -hmm. because I had a real problem with specifically one major plot thing. Yeah. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. And, Holy shit. Yeah, like, no, it was annoying. It was really annoying. But again, I <clears throat> this to me was sort of on the level of like we've seen so many comic book movies over the last 20 years. And a lot of them kind of are, hey, here's an established safe property. Let's do X-Men movies, let's do Avengers movies, let's do Batman movies and let's make them. Then there are ones where they take a chance. So like I was rooting for The Suicide Squad to be good. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, I was rooting for Deadpool to be good. And it was, and then like in this one, I I almost put in a similar camp because they're just so different. And like most production companies would be like, what the fuck? Like new mutants, like who, like who, who are we talking about? Like, what's the biggest name character? Like they're like D level characters. You're talking about Cannonball and Wolfsbane and Mirage and magic and Sunspot. Like, dude. And like, Magic and Sunspot, like, have they get better, like, as the comics go? Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, and like a lot of them pop up with like X Force or they pop up on different teams as like whatever. But anyway, uh, so clearly not a oh, 
technically there are 13 X-Men movies because I originally didn't count the Deadpools, but they they count. Like they're, they're in them. Yeah. I was gonna say Colossus and like it's so if you add them all up, there's 13 of them counting this one. Where would you rank it? It's better <laughs> than Origins, Wolverine. Yes. It's better than Apocalypse. Oh, see, I don't even know. No, I see. It's better. No, it's better than Dark Phoenix. See, I said I think it's that's it. I think it's better than X Men Origins, Wolverine, and it's better than X Men: The Last Stand. Yeah, that too. X Men Three was garbage. So I even I have the Last Stand. Even the Last Stand, you have characters that you kind of cared about. You know what I mean? Like I didn't give a shit about any of these characters. No, but they also were so stupid with like they were killing off all these characters. They basically that, turned right. that whole movie over to they're like, hey, people like Hugh Jackman and they like Halle Berry. So they're gonna be that's it. And we're gonna fucking kill they like tried to shoehorn in the Dark Phoenix saga. They right. killed Cyclops and like Professor X. Like, what is this movie? We're not gonna give Halle Berry any lines. I hated this movie. No, uh no, she talked in that one. She that th- they like went all in with Halle Berry in that third one. The third one's okay. Garbage. I forget which one this is like the first and second one she has like no lines yeah the first one I think she barely talks she's like yeah she has like that that, that uh, line that's really that. stupid line about toads toads and what happens like, to toads when they get struck by lightning yeah <laughs> but so I've always compared the x-men movies to Star Wars in the sense that there are the strong ones are so strong mm-hmm. and then the weak ones are so weak and then there's like a few in the middle you know like if you count Logan in some order, Logan, Deadpool, First Class, Days of Future Past, the first X-Men, X2, and even Deadpool 2. Like, that's mm-hmm. seven good to great movies. Oh, yeah. And then, like, Dark Phoenix, Apocalypse. Like, those were just, it's just a movie. And then this is, too. This sucks. This I wanted it to be good so bad, but it was not. What would your dork score be for this? Uh, One and a half. <laughs> yeah, I came away thinking two. But, yeah, so whatever. Split the difference. Yeah, split the difference. Call it one and a half. One and like, a half. This might be the wor- one of the worst movies we've reviewed. Yeah, no, by the way, it was funny. We got people on Twitter were like, oh, like the movie sucked. Like, don't review it. Like, so we should only talk about the best movies. Only stuff we like. No, that doesn't make yeah, any sense. There's kind of a room for it. And, and because it's not like we're reviewing a bad, like, independent, like, drama. Like, it's a comic book movie. It's a fucking X Men movie. That's what that's we, we do, bro. Every X Men movie. Actually, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go through the list. Since we've joined EEI, because all those are available, and I'm just going to find all of the comic book movies we have reviewed. Probably like half of our episodes, or more than half. Um, Should we get to spoilers then? You got anything else? Let's do it. No, let's do it. Let's get to spoilers. Spoilers! 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 Here come the spoilers! All right, so a couple things we could do here. We could look at some of the characters, and like Davey said, there's not very many. There's the five kids or the five sort of mutants which there's the one doctor who is also a mutant or at least has powers dr C- uh, cecilia reyes um we could do like best worst but there's really not a lot of best there's not a lot of best i think the one part where it had because again I'm, I'm curious how they were going to tie this in to the bigger universe that it could potentially have been in and so they sort of operate under they kind of allude to them maybe being in a place to get them ready to join the x-men Mm-hmm. And there's sort of that hovering, like who Reyes works for and with. And when she first mentions that, I think as an audience member, you're like, oh, 
Professor X. Got sure. it. And they even say, like, who does she work for? And the kid, like, is in the wheelchair and he like, touches his head. Yeah. Uh -huh. And James McAvoy was in the original version. Or, I'm sorry. I don't think they filmed it. But the original scripts of this movie, there was going to be a Professor X tie in some way. And some it would have been nice if he showed up at the end. Yes. When they get out of the bubble and he can finally, like, talk to them again. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, you just hear his voice. Did not. You did and not. So, so I actually was like, okay, cool. Like a little bit of a twist. Like it's not because it's such an empty, shitty, like insane asylum location. So it's actually in Massachusetts where they filmed Shutter Island, by the way. Uh, but they're like, uh, there's only five of them in there. It's all kind of fucked. Like that would not be an X-Men training ground. It would not be an X-Men training ground. Not only that, but there's a time where they start talking about the X-Men and like when we're going to be trained to be X-Men. Ilyana Rasputin magic is colossus's sister that's the biggest issue well that's one of the biggest issues in this movie like, you don't mention oh my brother actually is an x-man like he actually is in the x-men or not like, only that my yeah. biggest issue with the whole thing alice braga who played dr reyes at what point if you and i if if i'm sunspot and you're cannonball yeah right at what point do we turn to each other and be like dude there's five of us and one of her. Mm -hmm. What is she going to do? Like one of them, magic can go through dimensions. Right. Like she can't touch me because I'm Sunspot. You can like blast through anything. Like she, why are we afraid of this woman? She proved that she could put them all in bubbles though. Like she so could what? Force like, why didn't, why didn't um, uh, magic just go to like the other dimension and come back? But they like also she, they didn't know she was bad until right like during this time. Like they always they always operate under the impression until uh Moonstar or Mirage is what she's eventually yes, Danny Moonstar, yeah. Danny Moonstar. By the way, quite possibly mm. one of the worst acting performances I've ever seen. Blue <laughs> Hunt as Danny Moonstar. She stinks. So bad. And then at the end of the movie where she's like just She's just reading a quote like from her father, and it's supposed to be oh. like really heartfelt. I'm like, oh, and it's the most cliche thing. I've heard that so many times. You have and two like, bears. You have like an awful bear and a good bear. Which one wins? The one you feed. Like I've heard that so many times that it's like, and you like you said, what bugged me is like they thought they teased it. In the beginning, yeah, and then she was. finished it at the end. Yeah. Like you didn't know what she was gonna say. Like well, everyone knows that the final villain was a ginormous bear, a bear, right? Which isn't like, a comic, oh. you know, or it's in some of the comics. Like, and you have this character of Mirage, who her power is she can manifest your fears. And she's Freddy Krueger, or or Penny basically, Watt. she's a mutant Freddy Krueger who can make real your fear, like your fear, and turn it real. Anyway. So you have like the smiling guy, you have the bear, you have the priest who um who was bad to Wolfsbane. Right. You had like the dead girlfriend, like you had all of these things that you a real horror director would have knocked that out of the park. Yeah. And yeah. this guy, this schlub, like no, completely so, biffed it. So I think that there is kind of there could have actually been a decent movie in there somewhere. I think absolutely. I, but going back to the the all right, they're training them for the X-Men. Oh, they're not. You find out that she's working for the Essex Corporation. Who we've seen in multiple it, movies. Yeah, they've like they've teased that. Like we still haven't seen Mr. Sinister. But no, but in Deadpool 2, they had Essex House. 
which is where Fire Fist came from. Yes, and then there was in uh, X Men Apocalypse. I wasn't at the post credits on Apocalypse, or no, 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 it wasn't even post credits. It was like a, that quick scene where you got Wolverine in there for like a second. Yeah. Without that's like so that all ties in, and like the idea that they were going to find these mutants, tell them they're X Men, but actually train them to be assassins for them. That's a cool. That's a cool little wrinkle. Mm-hmm. But I'm like I'm with you. Like the whole thing where you're like, so this Colossus. Like not know it. Like there should have been a line in there about like she do- hasn't talked to her brother in forever or something like you needed something like that. Or someone say, "Isn't your brother?" And he'd be like, "I don't talk to my brother." That's it. Like I right. I don't know. He's dead to me. Something like yeah. that. And then you're like, okay, maybe maybe they wouldn't know of each other. And so that because so, wouldn't she be like, so is this where you started too before you fucking got there? And she, and like I would, she just point the sword and be like, "Don't say another word. Like don't say another <laughs> word about my brother." You know what I, I mean? Like that's that yeah. would have been, and that would have been enough. I did like uh, her little dragon, uh, Lockheed. Lucky, you know, Lockheed. Lockheed. Yeah, L O C K H E. Like the missile company. Yeah, and so he's actually in the comics, that little dragon guy. But he's usually with, I believe, is it Kitty Pride? He's not yes. with. I don't think Magic, but no. What the fuck? What does it matter? But what, what are we? Doing? We're just mixing characters now. But like, um yeah it's just so apparently and, early drafts of the script had not only james mcavoy but colossus was going to be in the movie and then they, like that and, fucking and, makes oh, sense it makes a ton of sense yeah. like it could have found like, you could have found a way to have colossus from deadpool mm-hmm. the colossus from the other ones and like sort of make a comment about that and tie them together because as daunting as it was to tie in all the x-men movies days of future past did that mm-hmm. Because when you saw first class, you're like, well, first class doesn't line up with the first three. And then, like, oh, wait a minute, it does. Now it does. Yeah. Like, Don't try thinking about it. You'll lose your mind. But they did find a way to do that. And they could have done that with New Mutants. And they just they just didn't. So talk to me about accents in this movie. Because we have Maisie Williams, who's British, doing a horrible Scottish accent. Horrible. We have Anya Taylor-Joy, who has on her own has a very strange accent. I don't know if you've ever heard her talk. Yeah, it's different. Very strange accent. Um trying to speak Russian with a Russian accent. You have Charlie Heaton what was that? who is British trying to speak with a Kentucky accent and the kid from Brazil, Henry Zaga who plays Roberto da Costa who's from Brazil has no accent. <laughs> It was it was honestly amazing trying to keep up with all of it. They were and awful. how about Anya Taylor, uh, Ileana Rasputin, full racist <laughs> with the Native American jokes. Oh, terrible! Just we're gonna lean in. She's just a racist too. You're gonna dive into that e- easy person to root for when you have yeah, that. Seriously. Oh my god! So how about this? Uh, the director, as I mentioned, originally pushed for a trilogy, and in October of 2017. He said that characters uh, Warlock and Karma would appear in the sequels. Uh, he then said, "This is he had all this planned. The first sequel was going to be in Brazil in dealing with Sunspot's father, who I believe was like was a billionaire, be, right? Yeah, was going to be played yeah. by, I think, Antonio Banderas. Nice. Uh, and then explaining the plans for the sequels, he said that each movie would be a different type of horror movie. He said the first is a rubber reality supernatural horror movie. 
Not sure that it was. That that, that wasn't that. No. Nope. Se- second film would have been an alien invasion film featuring Warlock. And the third film would have been an apocalyptic horror film inspired by the 1989 comic book crossover storyline Inferno. Uh, okay. What so the that, fuck happened? So I don't know. Emmanuel DaCosta's character is going to be played by Antonio Banderas, and he has connections to the Hellfire Club, which would have been explored in the first sequel of the movie. Awesome. And he, he wanted Sasha Baron Cohen to play Warlock in like a motion capture. But this movie sucks so bad that like they're not going to make any of these movies. So, <sighs> well, the other thing too, do you know who the the voice of the Smiling Man was? I'm looking at the IMDb page right now. Yeah, Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson was. I know. Which would have been cool five years ago. Not very yeah. cool now. Ah, sucks now. Not no mo. Not not great right now. No. But yeah, I want again. The movie was not good. This was terrible. This was a this was a dump. It really was. I was surprised. I was like, this is this is it, huh? This do you, I mean, do you think, I mean, with all, because I remember them going through all of these reshoots. So is there a boon cut of this movie? I don't know. I don't nope. care, which yeah. begs the question, do you care? <laughs> no. No, I don't care. Um, I don't. I Anya Taylor-Joy is on her way to be like an A-list celebrity, but she sucked in this movie. Uh, not a good acting performance by anybody. No. Nope. Um, was- even Maisie Williams, like, come on, kid. Nah. You know, what are we doing? Bad. I don't know. Bad. It's too bad. No trilogy. Don't ever show me this again. Don't even try to do mutant horror again. Suck. <laughs> and uh, thus ends the X Men Fox uh series out uh, with a fucking whimper. The X Men are now joining uh the MCU and will hopefully be treated right. So that's what we're dealing with. Here. Anything else on this movie besides? No, get it out of my sight. All right. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. All right, Ryan, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may also choose to defend a goal? I will. I'll defend a goal. I'll go this way. All right, I'm going to go this way. I have uh, two comic books that I read here recently. One by Jeff Lemire. It's called Joker Killer Smile, and it's part of the DC Black Label. So it's only like three books. Pretty good. I mean, just when you think they've done everything with with Joker, it was sort of a different little spin on it, different kind of character involved with them. But I liked it. I thought it was good. And then also in the black label department from DC is basket full of heads. Oh, by Joe, Joe Hill. So of course, Stephen King's son who did lock and key and it had mm-hmm. sort of some lock and key vibes to it. I liked it. This one, I would say good, not great. The Joker one was closer to great than good, but both I picked up a little while ago, read them last week and uh, good stuff. All yeah. right. Comic books. Um, so my pick of the pod are twofold. One, um, we spent some time yesterday. If you guys didn't catch it, we were on Mac and Goo for their apparently their 300 episode. The math is a little bit sticky, but we were on there. If we did a um, like a matchmaker, a newlywed game, I'm a scared. newlywed game, yeah. which was super confusing yeah, and but watch shouldn't have been. Yeah, watch the episode, or I, I, it's on YouTube right now. You can go watch it, or wait for their uh, episode to come out on podcast. I don't want to spoil how it went, but I'll just say that there was a couple of ones that we got wrong that I we were in lockstep, and then I changed my answer, and then I shouldn't have because my my initial we, was right. A so we were right. Your instincts were right. Yeah. So so that so that's all you need to know, basically. Yeah. But it didn't matter. And my and my next pick of the pod. So next week, this actually this coming Sunday, 
believe it or not, it's a late, it's late in the game for this. It's usually much earlier. Um, the Oscars are this Sunday. Yeah, so as what has become a Arvon D stream tradition, we will be sitting in this very chair with my lovely wife talking about the Oscars. It is a Oscar watch party. Um, for legal reasons, you we can't put it on the screen, but obviously you can watch along with us and we All can right. go back and forth. Good. Because because mm -hmm. the Oscars themselves can get a little sleepy. So if we have somebody else to watch while we're watching, good. Uh, yes. And I have to spend this week catching up and watching things like you watched one of the Oscar watched, darlings this year, right? I watched Promising Young Woman the other night. Thought it was fine. Mm -hmm. My wife didn't like it. She was like, really? oh. So I've seen, I believe, five or six of the, I think I've seen six of the eight that have been nominated for Best mm -hmm. Picture. I you watched Down to Metal yet? Yes. What I like that. I liked Fucking it. Good, right? I would say Judas and the Black Messiah is my favorite. Mm -hmm. Then Sound of Metal, then Promising Young Woman, Mank, Trial of Chicago Seven, and Nomadland was a fucking dump. Holy <laughs> shit! <I laughs> good. I'm glad I haven't watched that yet. I hated that movie, but uh, uh, one of my life ambitions is to get a van, like a touring van. Yeah, there you I go. call it a land boat because I can't do boats. Oh yeah, land boat. There you go. I can't do boats. Well, so you don't have to do a boat. I get motion sick. I know, but you'll be all right. Get get yeah. a big big van. Big van. Yeah. Uh, next week, folks, it's the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's only six. Oh, episodes, can't wait. So yeah, it's all done. So uh, I already have a feeling we're going to be talking about something much, much, much better than uh, what we talked about this week. So mm -hmm. get all caught up. That'll be our episode next Monday night. You can rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and wherever else you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram if you like, at Dork Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com slash dorkpodcast where we stream these bad boys on Monday nights. You can email us, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, we need some more uh, should I have bought this. So feel free. Anything that you spent over $25 on recently or even, even a while ago, send it in and we will answer should I have bought this. Uh, follow Davey on Twitch, twitch.tv slash D. Of course, this Sunday, he'll be doing the Oscars. Uh, mm -hmm. wife. And then Facebook, we have the hashtag dork shared Gooniverse Facebook page. Everything with us, Mac and Goo, Pop Culture Pile Driver Podcast, Change My Mind Podcast, TLDR, Shime, Dr. Joe, and Davey on Twitch. Uh, that'll do it for us. Uh, Dave, what, oh, I meant to say real quick. I wrote this down in my notes. Didn't didn't mention it. Dr. Reyes originally in the New Mutants was going to be played by Rosario Dawson. Would that have made a difference? Nope. I'm glad she pulled out of it. <laughs> yeah, she we really got our Ahsoka Tano. And we got our Night Nurse. That's all we need. With dodged, her. She dodged one there big time. Mm -hmm. All right. Ron, what do they say about wombats? Square dupes. Bloody hell. What was that?